So continuing on with the tour, this is the boys' locker room. Our cops like to shower together at least twice a day. Um, sorry, is that common among other police departments? Oh, yes, yes, I, I understand your confusion. It's not how the media likes to portray cops generally, but the reason cops are so good at what they do is because there's a lot of repression outside these walls, on their end, of course, and the internal struggle that creates within them, um, it allows them to hit harder, shoot faster, and... Hey, uh, what's down this hall? It looks like the entrance to a mansion. Oh, that's a different tour. Is that a moat? And are those fountains in the moat? Look, look, that tour is a much higher price than the $600 police headquarters tour, but if you all are interested, we could upgrade you for, um, uh, $42,000. I don't know. If I was gonna spend that much on a tour, there'd only be one tour I'd ever spend that kind of money on. Yeah, the only way I could justify that would be if it was hosted by, like... Hey, is there a problem here? No, officer host. No, that there's no problem here. Here's my money. Oh, host, you're so hot in a police uniform. <laughs> wow, wait, you didn't think I was hot before? No, no, I, I just meant that it adds a, uh... Oh, so you just think I'm less hot when I'm not wearing a uniform. No, no, you're equally hot, it, it's just... Calm down, calm down. I I'm just pulling your ribs. My ribs? Out of your body. Oh my god! Greg. So anyway, we were just going to move along with the tour host, uh, unless these folks wanted to upgrade their tour package. Oh, well it sounds like a smart idea to upgrade. What happens if we don't upgrade? Sounds like a smart idea to upgrade. But, but is it really worth it if it ain't hosted by... By... By me? It's hosted by me. Oh, thank God. Here's the deed to my house. Here's mine! Alright, well I guess that settles it. Come on, everybody. Let's... But, host, we were about to get to the funnest part of the police tour. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't miss this one. What is it? It's the hole. Wow. That's the best solitary confinement I've ever seen. That's so disgusting. Like, I can't even stomach it. Yeah, and society just accepts it. And thank God they do, because if they ain't, I'd probably be out of a job right now. Yeah, tour guide. You would. But now, you have a different job. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> now, you work in the hole. Wait, what? Don't interrupt me ever again. So anyway, uh, let's continue on with the tour. Yeah! So, as you all noticed, this hallway leads to a mansion. My mansion. You see, when I discovered that I couldn't become a true criminal, you know, ethnically Australian, I decided to become the next best thing. A cop, as mentioned at the ending of episode 4. But just because I'm a cop now, doesn't mean I'm not rich. And so I personally, myself, built a new state-of-the-art compound surrounding the police headquarters. Now, it's separated into four quadrants totaling 48,000 acres. The southeast side being the police headquarters, obviously. The northeast side, a privatized jail, which became a prison because none of my judges give out short-term sentences. The northwest side being the other private prison, and the southwest side being my mansion, which totals 47,980 acres itself. We, we do have an overcrowding problem at the moment, but uh, don't worry, the bodies do not overflow into my mansion. 
so first off we have the entrance, which functions as my greeting room, garden house, dungeon, and library. Wow, so many books. Yes, none of which have been read, only burned. Or, or I guess I, I have read one of the books, Crime and Reward. It, it's about one man's struggle to deal with the excess of praise he receives following a brutal murder he commits impulsively for fun. Wow, that cuts so hard. Really, this room is a representation of the facts and obscure things I like to reference in my work. Um, because it makes me sound smart. People used to call me the, uh, smarter version of Aaron Sorkin. That is, until I reminded them that it'd be wrong to compare me to anybody, even a god. So that's been taken care of. A anyway, moving along, next we come to the blowjob room. The blowjob room? W wait, am, am I expected to- No, no, not today at least. This room is just here because it's really nice to come back to and have something to relax myself after the strenuous 10-minute racial sensitivity trainings we have at work. I mean, would have, if we ever had those. <laughs> but it's okay, because I don't actually see color. I just close my eyes and shoot. As good police should. Next, we have the theater room. Uh, it's just playing a constant loop of all five seasons of the uh, comedy sitcom The Wire. Sometimes I like to come in here to just sit and think and see what I've done to people. Y you know, the situations that I've forced them into, and honestly, that we as a community have forced them into by not recognizing that our system is ethically questionable. Just like the solitary confinement. Exactly. You see, while others like to get bogged down by emotions and not being able to stomach the society we've created and put up with that will lead to human extinction, I like to revel in it. I, I mean, honestly, it this is just kind of my second blowjob room. <laughs> and uh, then we come to the writer's room. Hooters Juniors is made here? That's right. We do everything in-house. The recording, editing, paying off my bribes, we do it all. But the writer's room is really where it starts. Why, uh, why is it all women? Well, at Hooters Juniors and Sad Picture Productions, we keep our writer's room stocked with live women. Because we really wanted an emphasis or um, to create a reality in which we focus on women voices in America. That's the reason we have so many characters that are women in our show. <laughs> uh, 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 what, what's this next room? Oh, th that's the kitchen. <laughs> Don't open that unless you want the ghost of a thousand dogs haunting you. Oh, okay. Next, we have my bedroom, which is essentially blowjob room number 47. Now, I don't actually have sex here because I'm pure, <laughs> but we use it as a warning. So, uh, moving on, we, we have the indoor jacuzzi castle, which takes up most of the space here at Via La Host, <laughs> aside from the 830 prison camps inside my manor. Atop the castle, you can see a heavily modified guillotine placed just behind where my dog eats his meals. <laughs> you see, even though we have millions of followers and are banking so much off this podcast, we wanted to inspire people to give more. Because if we don't make $6,000 before January, that guillotine takes care of my little buddy, my best friend. <laughs> it's hooked up to Wi-Fi and counts every dollar we make. If we get enough, he'll be fine. But if we don't... <laughs> Yeah. Now that's a justified put down if I've ever seen one. And so aside from that, we have the uh, Library of Smut, Theater of Smut, Kitchen of Smut, Jail of Smut, Garden of Smut, and uh, the House Servants Residence. Can we see those? <laughs> oh, of course. Those were never off limits. 
All right, everybody, follow me to the bus. Wait, the bus? Yeah, <laughs> I don't let them live here. Okay, so y'all are getting a real treat today. I'm gonna showcase what these poor, illiterate, downtrodden, ignorant, stupid bigots have to go through every day. Uh, uh Jeremy, you wanna come up here and give your non-prepared speech? Hi, I'm Jeremy. Oh, he's so cute. Don't let him fool you. Uh, he deserves every bit of what he gets. Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, what's it like working for, uh, essentially, a god? It's, it's great. We have everything we deserve. No more, no less. And I love it. I, I love working for Host. He's so fair, unless he's justifying being unfair. Wow, so great. He takes care of us. Because of Host, we were never forced to unionize or ask for better wages. He's he's great. Well, that's all the proof I need. Thank you so much for the guided tour, Host. I feel like once I get back, the New York Times will realize that we don't even need the CIA to tell us what to write anymore. You've done it all for us. <laughs> well, that'd be great if you were going home. W wait, what? Yeah, this is your new home. Boy! <laughs> I'm sorry if it wasn't properly communicated to you, but the moment you stepped through my mansion doors, you signed over yourselves. I, I mean, you were basically asking for it. But... But everything's okay. You get to take care of me now. What more could you want? But... But my career... I know, you've got a whole new career. <laughs> Exciting, wouldn't you agree? But I... Hey, uh, host. Can I talk to you for a second? Oh, sure. What is it? Well, it's just, uh, we've kind of drifted pretty far away from the whole post-show talk show thing, and, and I was wondering if listeners could... Tune in next week for another exciting episode of H.J.'s In the Alley Behind the Restaurant.